Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the show that dives into the wreckage that is post-apocalyptia, the post-nuclear podcast. I am your host, Vince. There were two lovely people today. Would you guys like to introduce yourself? I'm your interstellar host, Declan. And I'm not the cookie thief, SGK. That's how you want to start this? Yeah. All right. It's kind of like that, uh, like from that 70s show. Oh, you want to fight today? Is that what we're going to do? Kyle, you and I, you and I both fucking know who stole the cookies. And it's not me. It's not me either. I'm not even in this courtroom. I'm not even in this state. I didn't fucking steal these fucking... Why has it come to me? What evidence do you have on me and my cookie that I did not steal? Gentlemen, another time and place. No, we're going to settle this right now. We can't. We don't have all the parties involved. Fisticuffs? Fisticuffs at sunrise. Good sir. If either one of you shows up to fisticuffs without a finely uh, waxed up mustache... You're immediately getting executed. Kyle, do you even have a mustache? I win by default. (laughs) I win by default. Well, you better just wax up your upper lip then. (laughs) (laughs) He puts like clamps. He's got like a leather strap, like a super mutant. Just holds his (laughs) top lip up. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's me, Kyle. (laughs) Uh, What's up, guys? Not much. Yep. Any? You guys want to talk about anything? Anything new? Oh, this is episode fifty. This is um, episode fifty, dude. I didn't think of anything special for uh, episode fifty. I mean, we did think of special guest Kyle. All right, yep. Don't don't give him too much credit. Uh, so I don't really, I don't really. I have some special plan for episode fifty-two for when it's a year. Um, oh yes, the year anniversary is on its way. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think of fifty as a big number. I thought of fifty-two being the big number because it's a year of doing this. I mean, you um, can't count past ten. So, public school. Kyle, you can get the fuck off of my show if you continue to talk to me like that. Don't talk to Kyle like that. He waxed his upper lip. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm the one getting attacked. I did not steal no fucking cookies. Kyle talks to me like I'm Garrett. That's bullshit. Kyle, your rebuttal. I have yeah, no words to say to this man, bitch. But I thought, bitch, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Nothing. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought because you're scared. You're scared, Kyle. Kyle's just playing the long game. The long cons. So, so, oh, the con, he says. So he admits it. He's wrong. He knows he's the bad guy in this situation. Why would you, why would you not be a con man? The morality is a gray area in this situation. Kyle, say it. Just say it. Set your, set your fucking, your soul free. I, SGK, steal those cookies. Can you say it with your full legal name? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, special guest Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to get into this lore? I would love to get into this lore. All right. Tell me about some stuff. For uh, this week's lore, uh, I wanted to do the, the the quest "Come Fly with Me." Ooh, that's a good one. But the way it's written out on the wiki is like a walkthrough. It's not written out like this is the lore and this is the Repcon Factory, factory, and it's been here from this time and that time and that time to that time. Like it was more of just like this is how you do the quest, and here's all the bizarre. options for the quest. I didn't like it. 
Uh, so what I thought was I'll just do the lore on Jason Bright, the guy who's kind of like the figurehead of the whole quest line. So mean green blowing machine. He is a sentient glowing ghoul, the leader of a uh, band of religious brotherhood of ghouls, Bright's Brotherhood. He wants a better life for his cult of ghouls, uh, anything away from the bigoted humans. Hopes to use the rockets of the Repcon rocket test site to fly away uh, to a sacred place known as the Far Beyond. He's unable to make progress because of the Nightkin in the basement refers to them as demons. They attacked Bright's Bright's Brotherhood and forced them to the upper levels of the Repcon test site. Jason says that the Nightkins said if oh, any we're on a first name come... basis now. Sorry? We're on a first name basis now with Jason. I'm sorry, Mr. Bright said that the Nightkin said uh, that if the ghouls came down there, he would that the Nightkin would kill the ghouls on site, and as long as they stood upstairs, they would live in peace. Um That's pretty much everything I have on him. He had a very small wiki page uh the only other thing about him is that he was uh his name was jason bright before the bombs went off and he thought that that was a sign that he's been ghoulified that whole time and like since the bombs dropped uh i have some notes what's up that's kind of cool i didn't know that yeah, yeah, and there's a cut content of him in a feral appearance. So apparently there was a way that you could turn him into a fe- That would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, so I knew this was going to be short, so the way that the quest... I'm going to read off what I have written down for the quest line, and it's... And again, I get all my notes off of uh, fallout.fandom.com. Uh, the the walkthrough is just talk to Manny Vargas or no bar Noonan, which is a great fucking name. Uh, and then you go to the Repcon test site, talk to Jason. You can find uh, Harlan's imprisoned friend, which is the ghoul that's like the ghoul that's right by where the Nightkin are that he's like trapped down there. You know what I'm talking about? Remember this? I don't remember this. Really? There's a ghoul down there that when you open the door, he's like, stop whatever you're doing. And uh, you're like, hey, whoa, I'm not a Nightkin. And he's like, I've been shitting in a corner for months. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, you, you, he's like, I need to find my friend. And then you're like, oh, if you found the body already, he'd be like, I found the body. Your friend's dead. You can then, I think, use him to, to kill the Nightkin. Or you can run up to where he is and retrieve a st- thing of Stealth Boys, like an invoice for Stealth Boys to give back to uh, the Nightkin guard, Davison. Um, and he'll, and he'll like leave. He has antler. He talks to the Brahmin skull called antler. Um, you, if you clean out the entire basement, you, there's a couple ways you could do it. You just go down there and kill them all and go back up to bright and be like, Hey, they're dead. Uh, and then they go through there, they go to the Repcon test site. And then he's like, Hey, I need nuclear material to make these rockets work. So, uh, find some, and you can either go to a place right outside of Gibson's garage, or you can go to Dinobite and buy a, or steal the, the Repcon rocket souvenirs and give him that and it's enough the absolute uh, fuck ton of souvenirs <laughs> yeah well not not the dinky dinos the little rockets yeah isn't there still like 30 of them there's something like that i don't remember but you can find them in a couple different places you can buy them off him you could steal them from him and then there's a few other places where i think they show up uh but then you can talk to chris haversom uh and he's a human and he's kind of like he calls you smooth skin and you're like, oh, hey, uh, 
you're not a ghoul at all. And you can convince him that he's not a ghoul. And you could be like, when they leave, when they take off, they're going to leave you here because you're human and you won't survive. And you could actually send him to Novak. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I recently did this quest when I restarted New Vegas. I had no clue you can send him to Novak. And he doesn't have any dialogue once he gets there. He's like, hey, thanks for sending me here. And then that's it. Huh. Yeah, and then you can go to the observation deck and you can either sabotage the rockets or you can launch them. And then you're done. You can head back to Manny Vargas and be like, hey, about that guy who shot me in the head, uh, I could use some help. Have you, um, on your first playthrough, did you sabotage or let them fly? My uh, intelligence was never high enough. So you had to sabotage or my science. Them? No. Sabotaging is optional if you have high enough thing. Uh, I yeah. usually let them fly. Yeah. Where do you think they go? The moon. You think? I mean, they gotta go get Jangles. It's a rescue mission. <laughs> I feel like they landed somewhere that they think is the moon, but is not actually the moon. Hmm. I I don't know. I just I'm just trying to like. Or they're dead. They Honestly, they probably just burn up on exit of the atmosphere if they try to go to the moon. The great beyond is death. You're not wrong. Because there's no lore saying whatever happened to them. Like, yeah. as far as I can tell, they're just gone. We'll probably never know. I mean, yeah. New Vegas 2. Yeah, we're going to get that. <laughs> it comes out next week. Yeah, so that's all I really have on this week's lore. Um, Still, it's like one of my favorite quests. Really? Yeah, I really yeah. like the uh, the Repcon test area. Oh. I'm an idiot. I, that's not all I have for the lore. I have notes that I always forget that I have. Hold on a sec. You want to hear some notes? I have a feeling you're going to tell us anyway. Yeah. Cool. Do it. Uh, Jason Bright has a different smooth type of voice with an artificial echo where every other ghoul speaks with a rough, gravelly, I smoke six packs a day type of voice. Uh, You won't get rads from standing next to him, even though he's a glowing one. Uh, So this is something that I never knew when I've played thousands of hours of Fallout 3. Uh, he's similar to the son of Adam being two religious glowing figures. So uh, let me open up the wiki page for because I d- had no fucking clue about him. Uh, there is a in Fallout 3. There's a ghoul in Fallout 3 who uh, is in the uh, what's it called? What what DLC is it? The uh, um, Jesus Christ Broken Steel. I don't know why it took me forever to remember who's in the Holy Steel DLC. Uh, in, in the Holy Light Monastery, his mother is Mother Curie III, uh, who firmly believes her own son has taken the final steps on the journey. In fact, much of her son's high f- functions have disappeared. He's pretty much a glowing one who doesn't attack. But he's the religious leader of the Apostles of the Holy Light, which I is really a I don't remember this at all. Me either, and that's why, like, I read it, and, like, I'm reading it off the wiki again, and I'm just like, what the fuck? How did I miss this? Yeah, like, I played Broken Steel. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. I, like, I must have just totally missed it. There's, there's a, yeah, Adam's Champion. It's another ghoul. Huh. The morning Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just lump this into the Children of Adam. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Man, like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, that it's something that I played so much of and, like, had no clue it existed. So what you're saying is, this man is ghoul Jesus. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, he wasn't born to die. 
I mean, who isn't born to die? But he wasn't born to die for, like, our radiated sins. He was born to fucking... I, like, I've done this quest line. He's, a, he's in a quest line called Holy Water. I'm 90% sure I've done this. This is I where you have to meet it. the guy in, in the underworld and sell things, is it not? I don't remember at all. What the fuck? I play Fallout 3 again. Because I apparently fucking missed this. You missed one detail, gotta replay the entire game. Pretty much, because I don't know. I just I never thought I would find something that I missed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess with all the hours you put into Fallout Three, you would have expected that you got it. Yeah, I'm like upset that I don't know this. Kyle, do you remember it? Uh, no. So I guess it's just a testament to how jam packed these games are. Yeah, just so much shit to do. Go we find new things. See that mountain. So- you could jump up. <laughs> Speaking of new things, how do you guys feel about uh, nuclear winter? I mean, it's a little bit chilly. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Kyle, how do you feel about it? Uh, it's fun. It's very fun. That's it. That's all you got to say. Uh, it is yeah, you're fun. worse than the. You're worse than the. Hey man, haven't seen you in a while. How you been? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got nothing else to say about it. It's just. It's what do you mean you have nothing else to say about it? Oh, is it because you have something negative to say and you don't want to say it? No, I just. Uh, it's fun. It's just yeah. a little fun add-on to seventy-six. You don't think it's an absolute blast? But um, <laughs> fuck you. I wouldn't mean it like that. I've all multiplayer games that I play with it gets to a point where I get mad at teammates so I think it's a fun thing I I love it it's made me go back to 76 it makes me excited to play it I've been playing it a lot with my buddy Austin like just before we started recording I was I was playing with him I haven't launched a nuke yet but I got four codes and I couldn't find the the briefcase I only have like three wins I am um, but I want to try it you haven't played it I haven't played it yet um, I've watched some videos on it, and it looks really, really cool. I'm not really, like, a fan of the Battle Royale genre. Yeah. I'm just not particularly good at them, so I don't like to play them. Um, oh, no, I'm awful at them. But it's I'm definitely the version of a Battle Royale that I want to play. It's Fallout, it's systems that I know in a world that I love, and I think it just looks like a fucking blast. I love it. It's been so much fun. It really has been. And, like... I, like, actually re-downloaded 76. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I hadn't had a chance to watch the video, but Mr. Matty Plays just recently put out a video uh, that it's that it's titled, Fallout 76 lets you romance companions and has Fallout 3-style dialogue. Fallout 3-style dialogue. You- Fallout 3-styled <laughs> dialogue. I that hope is this is like a the, fucking the wasteland update, right? You, well, it yep. hasn't come out yet, but yeah. I Fallout hope more than sorry. Fallout Three style. Yeah, I hope more than anything. This is a fucking like a thing. Like, hey, uh, we want this. We don't want a fucking talking protagonist. I don't want to. I, 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 and fucking companions, you can romance. All right, cool, whatever. But. 
still, like, how's that going to work if my entire team has a companion and it's all the same person? Or are they randomly generated companions? With, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just going to, I want to see how that's going to work. Maybe it's just an orgy. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's maybe robots. Maybe we married each other. Oh, it's like a Mormon household. Kyle, let's get married. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. I think it's really, really fun. I think it's yeah. really, really neat. Uh, I think I'm it's going to be the thing that brings me back into Fallout 76. Yeah. I hope so. I believe that's why they didn't uh, – that they kept it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because people yeah. were coming back to play because it was fun. Yeah. I love – the only thing that's that I don't like with it so far is that whenever you get out of a game, whether you win or lose, it boots you to the main menu. I don't yeah, understand we clicked, why. like, story mode, like, five times last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I ever want to fucking play that again until the next update comes out. And there I am looking at all my quests on the right. Like, why are there so many fucking quests on the right hand, of the, right hand side of the screen? Like, they... They employ good UI designers. Like, why did that make it into the game? Yeah, it's it's every miscellaneous quest, every main quest, every daily quest, every quest that I can only do for every 30 minutes, every other 30 minutes. And then fucking Todd Howard's uh, dry cleaning fucking pickup schedule. <laughs> like, why do I need this? I don't know. I'm just waiting for Fallout 3 style dialogue. Ah, I can't wait. I want that. I want to get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> just, just the words "Fallout 3 style dialogue under that no voice protagonist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get a picture of the um of the Fallout Four like default face with like a big X over it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, do you ever see the meme that it says my wife is dead? <laughs> what? And it's it's Nate, and it's just like my wife is dead. Because that was the meme with Boone was Boone, and it was just like my wife is dead. And then there was a picture of uh, Nate, but it originally just said my wife is dead, and then it was a picture of him with a beret on, and it said my wife is dead. Hey, quick question. Sure. Did you just say Boone's wife is dead? Boone's wife. Can we get some Boone's wife in the chat? That's what I was looking for. I want some Boone's wife in the chat. Let's get some Boone's wife in the chat, fellas. Put Boone's wife in the chat. Oh wait, hold on. Ooh, Kyle is on it. Boone's fucking wife. Is there a character model for Boone's wife? I don't think so. Boone's wife. You think she was like smoking? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, out of the I set you up head. for it and you didn't take it. God damn. Smoking out of the hole in her head. I said it so. Did you? Yeah. Kyle, I'm sorry. I won't forgive you for the cookies you stole, but. Kyle drama. Kyle blessed me with a gift, guys. Mm-hmm. Blessed me with a gift. That's the reason why he's here. That and so I could call him out for being a fucking filthy thief. Um, <laughs> he gave me... I'm going to send you guys the pictures uh, real time, Declan, if you could put them in the episode. Oh, please, yeah. Are you going to uh, throw them on Discord? Yeah, I'll throw them in our, our... So he gave me a Electronic Gaming Monthly, the number one video game magazine. It's issue 200. It's a, a collector's edition cover... F- a number four of four it's got a bunch of different video game characters on it and it's the top 200 video games of all time but my favorite part about this magazine is that it's from february of 2006 now for a little background the ps3 came out november 11th of 2006 uh the the 360 came out 
No, I think that's incorrect. Let me double check. Hold on. <clears throat> I think this 360 came out like four months before. Yeah, I have I have it written down the wrong year. The the 360 came out November 22nd of uh, 2005. So this magazine is three months older than the PS or than the Xbox 360. And so, the Wii came out November 19th of 2006. So we don't have a lot of the games that we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the games that we spent a lot of time playing, and that's kind of what I want to get into. I have I have some pages highlighted. Let me send you the cover real quick, please. Sorry if there's a little bit of a glare from the cam- from the uh, flash of the camera. I really couldn't get a better shot of it anywhere else. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, so yeah, I have a couple there. Things I'd like to go Sonic. over. There's there's Donkey Sora. Kong's trying to get Laura Croft right there. If you see that, yeah. There's tax fraud. Yeah. <laughs> is that Parappa the Rapper? Yeah. Yep. They they have uh, Katamari Damacy, like the guy from Katamari Damacy, but he doesn't ever show up in this book. <laughs> uh, they have a thing on here called Moore's Law. Um, this is a article, an article with uh, Peter Moore, Xbox's vice president. Uh, and it's it's kind of like... Uh, the the actual tagline is Moore's Law. He took on Sony and Nintendo. Uh, he's of global importance to Microsoft, and he hates our Camo review. What does Peter Moore think of the Xbox 360's past, present, and future? Um, I've never heard of the game Camo. Nor have I. Cameo? Cameo? K-A-M-E-O? It's a rare game. Is it really? Yep. Never heard of it. I um, I think that's why I got a 360. Really? For this game? I remember game? At, at a Walmart, they had the 360 set up with that game playing at, like, the demo. You could play it. Really? Yeah. What now this this about? Uh, you were, like, a fairy and can change into all these different creatures. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, they gave it a 6.6, a 6.6, 6. 6, a 6. 6, and a 6.7, which I want to get into the way they, they grade stuff uh, a little bit later on. But this is just – it was such a I – I couldn't even get through it. It was so boring because it's like <laughs> they're talking about like all this new shit, and I'm like this was new. This was new 10, like 10, 15 years ago. So like – It's like old news. Yeah, like I was just reading it like this is basic information. Like I, I don't appreciate it as much because I lived through it and like my hype for it is over. There's Geometry Wars. But like there's a lot of really, really great advertisement in here too. Like uh, there's a – I'm going to send you the picture right now. There is a very, very simple, beautifully simplistic Xbox 360 ad. It's You'll see it on screen. It's just uh, an Xbox 360 controller – with a net a wireless network adapter, a universal remote, a play and charge kit, and the old logo of Jump In with a 360 logo. Like Ooh, this is really so cool. early and like I'm looking at this picture going, I spent so much time with that controller in my hand. Do you want to know what the selling point of this ad is? What? That there's no cable. Yeah, you see the little thing? Yeah, the shadow. L- yeah. It's so fucking How cool, cool is that. Like that was a selling point is it's a wireless controller. Now everything's Bluetooth. Yeah. There's there's some other cool stuff in here. There's some stuff about Star Wars Battlefront 2. There's uh, an advertisement in here for new software from Sony. Uh, Sony.com slash media software. 
Move it. The easiest way to move music, movies, and more to your PSP system. I have never heard or seen of this software ever in my entire life. Nor have I. I've I've never once... I, I had a PSP, but I didn't know how to hook it up to the internet. I didn't know how to do it. I played my little fucking golf game, and that was it. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I was like, this existed? Oh, I mean, here's... I'm sorry? The PSP was kind of like a missed opportunity. You think so? I thought the PSP was a big deal. <clears throat> I think it was a big deal, but I feel like the adoption was so low. Like, not enough people mm. j- jumped on board for it to become, yeah, yeah. like, a staple. Yeah, I feel that. It's no Nintendo DS, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so, there was a really interesting article in here. Uh, <laughs> this month, we polled more than 1,100 people about their online gaming habits. Survey says 6% of males say they play online pretending to be a female, and 1% of females say they play online pretending to be a male. 48% say... Uh, fresh competition is their main motivation for playing. Uh, 20% improving skills and learning new techniques. 10% is making new friends. 10% hate playing against the AI. And 12% said other. 5% say they have cheated at least once while playing a game. 20% said they have flirted with someone while playing online. Uh, the biggest online pet peeve, 5% is people who swear. <laughs> 14% is trash talkers. 27% is people who quit once they start losing. 54% is cheaters. That's actually super interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> how the fuck do you cheat online? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess back in the day, online games were a bit more simplistic. It wasn't there like the whole like uh, lag switch or something like that? Yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, that and, like, you had, like, modded controllers and whatnot. Yeah. You, like, uh, glitch into the game. Yeah. Yeah. There's a console of choice for playing online games. Here's my favorite one. Xbox, right? 57%. They had Halo 2 on, on that. PS2, towards the end of its life cycle, had more internet uh adaptability actually within like the past year or two the la- one of the last servers went down and it was a tony hawk server really yeah that's so sad the 360 was 13% which it was brand new at the time of this magazine so and 2% were the gamecube as far as i know the gamecube never had any online anything that wasn't outside of japan like if you were doing it you were playing it in japan huh yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't remember GameCube having online. No, I really think it was there was the only type of online that it had in America was for Double Dash. If you had a certain adapter that was like stupid rare and I don't even think came out in America, you had to like import it from Japan. Uh, you could hook up land cables and do land matches in Double Dash, but that was it. Hmm. Uh. Seven percent of gamers say they play while in the nude. Seventy-four percent say in street clothes. Ten percent say in underoos, and nine percent say in leisure suits. Thirty-seven <laughs> percent say they talk trash while playing online. Were you a shit talker when you would play something online? No, no. Oh no, I still don't. I would talk so much shit. I and, believe like, that. <laughs> Yeah. And it, it would be people on your own team. Start fights with people on your own fucking team. 
like that's what's nuts like i was playing i was playing 76 and i was talking to my i'm playing with my buddy austin i was talking to him and this dude's playing fucking little pump and i'm like i don't want to hear this fucking garbage so i was like austin invite me to a party i was like i don't want to hear this fucking garbage little pump music and the dude's like bro it's not even little pump i go i don't give a fuck it's ass like i will just talk <laughs> shit to people all goddamn day my favorite was uh when you were sitting in a call of duty lobby and it like finalized who was playing and be like, hey guys, if you want to run faster, hit B up A real quick and you'll you'll uh you'll be able to run faster. And they hit B up A and they would back out and leave the game. <laughs> that's like um in uh that's the thing that happened in Overwatch a lot on uh PC. Like you can unlock like something by hitting Alt F4. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, I would talk shit all day. I used to get in fights with people. Oh my god. But it was all for like the love of the game, you know. I like no. All right, cool. I would like never really talked online. Really? Only to people that I was friends with. I wouldn't really Same. talk to strangers. Nah, dude. Back in back in the day of Call of Duty. Oh my god. Halo Three. Oh das my boot. god. Das I remember. Boot. I remember. Wow. I would talk to people, but it was always like friendly. Really? Yeah. Nah, dude. It was always about making fun of people. Which is really fucked up, but it was so it was so funny. Yeah, like, I never did. People would get so upset. I'm like, bro, you're playing a game. We're on the same team. I <laughs> I always get messages. Really? From people going, oh, play better or whatever. I remember playing Assassin's Creed. I think it was it was a Black Flag or Revelation or somebody. I, I was I was doing good. I played good in the multiplayer in that. And I remember somebody sending me a message like, oh, you killed my kill or whatever. I'm like. I just go up and delete the message. I'm like, okay. Uh, another picture I just sent you guys is a SanDisk advertisement uh, for, I believe it's the PSP in the man's hand, uh, for a memory stick that is 512 megabytes, and it's advertising it like it's a lot. Holy shit. Yeah, you remember you, you when 500... remember that uh, PSP's never launched with a memory card? Really? Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yep, PSP's never had a memory card when you bought them. You literally really? had to go out and buy them. Yep. Wow. I never had one. When I bought it, even when I bought the Vista, we had to run to Walmart the one day. I had to pick one up. Guess how much really? you can buy a 512 megabyte SD card for right now? $3. Kyle, your guess? Mm, a dollar. On Amazon, the first listing is 10 Oh, wow. Wow. So I, uh, I let me send you this other picture. Uh, you know, it was a big phenomenon with gaming that actually kind of sucks that it started and then died uh, because now those wait, games wait, are can lost. Can I interrupt to time. you? Okay. You can also buy a sixty-four gigabyte for eleven. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so lost to lost to time. Uh, if I don't re- know if you remember Declan or Kyle. Uh, there was mobile games of big games. So not mobile games in the sense of like, like oh, the new old, Diablo is coming to phone. Like a phone, right? Phone. Yeah. Yeah, flip yeah. phone this games is, were a trip. This is, I sent you a picture to put on screen, Driver Vegas. I hate it. Do you remember the Driver games? No. No, Kyle? Yes. Yeah. Imagine trying to play this on your little shitty LCD fucking screen. Dude, this is such an old style. Like, this is giving me nostalgia, and I, like, never even played it. Yeah, it's, it's awful, right? 
It's crazy. Uh, there's an advertisement in this magazine for EB Games. Holy shit, EB Games existed. EB Games doesn't it exists everywhere but America, I think. Or anywhere that has a like a GameStop, but instead of a GameStop, it's an EB Games because they bought EB. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. How uh, nuts is that? On the phone subject, uh, I I remember now. I just looked it up. There was a destroy all humans phone game. Was there? It was called Crypto Does Vegas. Haha! <laughs> I know there's a uh, uh, Saints Row one, and there's a Kingdom Hearts one. Really? And th- yeah, I and think those there are might con- have been a Kingdom Hearts one. The and that like had significant uh, that significant story plot. Is that redundant story plot? It had significant plot points, and now it's just gone forever. Damn. I had, like, uh, a Batman one. Oh, really? Yeah. Deccan, throw in that picture of Crypto Does Vegas. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so this is one that I thought was really fucking interesting. High Def Defined. It's an entire guide on how to buy a TV. Because we were leaving... The we were leaving CRTs and going into flat screens, so there's direct view CRT that's the cheapest. So imagine being able to walk into a store and buy a CRT, a it front so projector. Foreign. Sorry, it seems so foreign, right? Uh, a front projector, which they're advertising as the biggest, a LCD plasma flat panel screen. Actually, let me go through this. Uh, the CRT, DirectView CRT, has the pros of much less expensive than other formats. You'll find a decent model for under a thousand. Why wow, imagine buying a TV for a thousand dollars? You could buy like a decent TV that's like a thirty-two inch TV for like two hundred bucks. Good ones have the best picture quality for all of the HD TV types with deep blacks and great color. No negative, no native resolution means no worry of lag. Uh, and they last forever. Cons, big and heavy. Could crush your average Ikea TV stand. Old technology means a few bells and whistles. Uh, no size larger than 36 inches. For a front projector, which is the biggest, big picture, really big, like enormous, great if you live in a loft, portable, take it to a friend's loft. Cons, uh, good ones are still expensive. You need a separate screen and lots of wall space. Most don't do well in bright light. You'll need to reorganize your, your gear to get everything near the projector, while which is often behind you. Uh, the LCD plasma flat screen, thin, beautiful, futuristic. LCDs can have great resolution. Plasma sets are plasma sets even have good blacks. That just is fucking weird to read out loud. Just like plasma screens have deep blacks. No, not even that. Just like they have good blacks. Like. <laughs> LCDs look good even in bright light while, pl- while plasmas do better in the dark. Uh, cons, expensive. True HD, pl- like plasma was like a thing for a year and then died. Uh, they're expensive. True HD plasma sets and all good LCD flat panels are much pricier than other set types. Plasma fades over time with no cheap way to re- recharge it. Uh, may suffer lag because of their native resolution. These sets... Particularly, particularly plasma are the most heavy as direct view CRTs. Now, the best value in LCD DLP LCOS rear projection set, which I have, I've actually seen one of these TVs. Uh, I helped somebody move one once. 
They're fucking massive. Oh, I think huge. I had one. What's that, Kyle? I think I had one of those TVs. You, you might have. If you look at the picture, they're, they're huge. Did they have, like, the big back to it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yes. definitely had one then. They're inexpensive. Uh, you can get a lot of TV for a reasonable price. LCD from LCDs from Sony and LCOS sets from JVC feature a game model. Most new 1080p sets fit in this category. <laughs> They're lighter than they look. <laughs> uh, cons, they, these, dis- these displays don't project a true black, although they are getting better. Uh, native resolutions can mean gaming lag, depending on the set. LCDs can show a screen door effect. DLPs can show a color blur. Projectors mean plan to spend $300 every 3,000 hours or spring for the extended warranty when you get the TV. I think you, there's one of these TVs sitting at somebody's house a couple blocks down from us outside. And yeah, it's always uh, been on their like front porch. <laughs> uh, there's another ad in here that I'd like to show you guys. Please. Uh, let me ask you a question. What's the most popular game of all time? To be ported onto everything. Um, I don't know. Oh wait, it has to be Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Doom on the flip phone. Doom RPG. Uh, super superbly playable. That's how you know your game is shit when you have to advertise it as playable. <laughs> uh, a fresh experience. Playable. Superbly, yeah. Fresh experience for mobile. Hot, hugely recommended. IGN rating nine out of ten. You must experience this game. WG World Rating, 5 out of 5. If you look in the bottom of this advertisement, it's available on Sprint, T-Mobile, Verizon Wireless, and Singular. I was on Singular. I never had any of those, so. You never had a Singular? Nope, I had a pay pay flip phone. So, do you know the story with Singular? No, what happened? No. It was AT&T. AT&T is one of America's oldest companies. Uh... They had something to do with like the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, when was when was the the, the bank holiday? Bank you holidays were about? a result of um, the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, their Amer- their full name is American Telegraph and Telephone, right? Uh, yes. They changed their name to Singular, and then they went back to AT and T. So I remember seeing old AT and T phones. And someone would be like, oh, I have the new Singular. And then when it went back to AT&T, someone was like, oh, I have a, I still have a Singular. It's like, fuck you. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, um, this is pre... This magazine is pre-Oblivion. Yeah. Really? I don't think I have a picture of it. I, I didn't think I, I didn't think to take one because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Uh, but it's there's an article in here that says Xbox 360 late launch. Uh, overly ambitious. This gargantuan role-playing game needed a few more months in the cooker to fix some nasty slowdown. Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Publisher Bethesda. Release date March of two thousand and six. Oblivion. Yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I never. I was never keen on that Oblivion. That was my first RPG. Really. Yep. So now we get to the meat and the potato. Um, Ooh. I'm just gonna. I don't have pictures for these. I'm just gonna run through them real quick. Yeah, this tell is me about it. the top 200 games of all time. Not all of them, just some that I wanted to kind of pick out. 
Um, one ninety really fast in order from two hundred to one. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, do you want me to try? Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, okay. Uh, one ninety seven is NFL two K one. Nineteen or nineteen. Uh, one ninety six is Guitar Hero. One eighty two Psychonauts. Uh, one seventy five Odd Worlds Abe's Odyssey. Uh, 157 is Wind Waker. 155 is Majora's Mask. Uh, 150, Kirby's Adventure. 148, Parappa the Rapper. Uh, 147, Spider-Man for the Atari 2600. 126, yeah, which I was like, oh, cool, Spider-Man for, like, the PS2. No. Uh, 126 is Animal Crossing. 116, Shenmue. You ever play Shenmue? No. The Life Simulator. Uh, 92, Smash, Super Smash Melee. <laughs> Number 90, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons for the Intellivision. What? Wow. Yeah. Uh, 88, Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. And they don't write SNES. They write Super NES, which I thought was like, wow. Yeah, because it only started being called SNES, like, kind of recently. It was always really? the Super Nintendo. And, like, that's what everyone called it. Do you call it SNES? I call it the SNES. SNES sounds dirty to me. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> gross. Like Fleming. Like, like there needs to be like another sil- or another vowel in there somewhere. Sneeze. <laughs> uh, 76 is Halo 2. 74 is Chrono Ch- Trigger. Yes! 70 is Mortal... You like Chrono? Yeah, Chrono Trigger is fucking great. It's one of the best really? games he's ever made. Really? Yeah. Uh, 70s Mortal Kombat 2, 65 is Resident Evil 1, 64 is Excite Bike, uh, 63 <laughs> is Breakout, the arcade game. There's arcade games in here. Um, 62 is Frogger in the arcade, 61 is Pokemon Red and Blue, 56 is Sonic the Hedgehog, 53 is Mega Man 2. Mega Man! 52 is Metroid Prime, uh, 51 is the first Castlevania, 50 is The Link to the Past, 46 is Resident Evil 4. 40 is Zelda 2. 44 is Punch-Out. Uh, 38 is Asteroids, the arcade version of Asteroids. 36 is Final Fantasy 3. 34 is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Uh, mm-hmm. 27 is Final Fantasy 7. Wait, what was that? 24, one? Tetris Attack. Not Tetris. And I'm pretty sure Tetris doesn't show up anywhere else. But Tetris Attack... 23 Ooh. is Super Metroid. 22 is Soul Calibur. 19 is Super Mario Kart. Wait, can you do 20 to 1? Can you get all of them? Oh, okay. I was going to do that with 10 to 1. Uh, 20, Virtual Fighter. 19, Super Mario Kart. 18, Pitfall. 17, Halo Combat Evolved. 16, GoldenEye. 15, Donkey Kong. 14, Super Mario Brothers 3. 13, Adventure, which I believe is the first game to have to ever have an Easter egg in it. Adventure is a great game for the Atari. Really? Yeah, it's my mom's favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. 12 is Metal Gear Solid. 11 is Metroid on the NES. Now we're at the Big Ten. You ready for this? Number 10. 10. Pong. Okay. Okay. Anything you guys want to say about these, we'll take our time with these. Um, I think it deserves a spot just for its, like, place in game history. Yeah. 
you you want to guess for the next? Let's let's guess the next ones. Number nine. You guys aren't gonna guess. I'm just like not sure what wasn't said yet. Like I know like well, I, Mario I, Brothers. I know one what number one is, so I can't really guess what anything else is. Well, number nine is Grand Theft Auto Three. Ah. Uh, number eight, and this is gonna this is gonna fuck some people up when I say this because it's so high up on the list. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. That makes sense. People mm-hmm. fucking swear by this game. It's a game that I don't understand why people love so much. Um, I also played it during the first time I played Ocarina was during when I had a 360. So a lot of it was lost on me, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's very fairly it. placed. Say that again. I think it's fairly placed. Mm-hmm. Number seven is Space Invaders, which I think is primo. That's self-explanatory. Super Mario 64 at 6. Oh, Another good. prominent one, yeah. 5 is the first Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. I was there? wrong. Uh, number 4 is Tetris. I think that should be much higher. Like, like closer to 1, but whatever. Uh, number 3 is Street Fighter 2. Number 2 is Pac-Man. Number 1. Super Mario Brothers for the NES. Yep. That's Which what I is thought. A, yeah. I mean, I for its historic importance, yeah, I get it. I could have guessed probably the top ten. Really? Yeah. For that time period, yeah. There's a thing here. It says, I saw it at a cousin's house, played it within moments. I knew I had to own it. It's the most amazing game of its time, no question. That's editor-in-chief Dan Hoos. Yeah. No, it's a it's a game that made it that games existed again in America after 1983. Yeah, which makes me think: What do you think is going to be the game that brings gaming back to America after the the next crash? Um, Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. <laughs> I think games are here to stay. It's only a matter of time. There's a. I don't know if I took an. I took a picture of this or not. I did. Oh, here. Let me hold on. So, <laughs> how you know how much a, you know how much a brand new uh, PlayStation Four controller is right now? Yeah, I, I think like 60. sixty seventy. The lowest I saw was forty five bucks, forty six bucks. That checks out. There's an advertisement in here for Mad Cat's controllers. <laughs> Mad a, Cat. Pelican Blade 2.4 gigahertz wireless for Xbox, 18 bucks. Pelican Predator 2.4 gigahertz wireless for the PS2, 18 dollars. A Pro control pad for the eight dollars, eight eight dollars for a controller. Imagine getting fucking a controller for eight dollars. I have the same PlayStation controller since I bought it because controllers are so goddamn expensive. I'm not gonna so lie. Awful. From the moment you posted this picture, my mouth was agape. Really? Yeah, I'm just so surprised at these prices. Jeez. Yeah, and I really like... Uh, when was this I... article released? This is 2006. So this is 13 years ago? I'm going to do an inflation calculator. Okay. Take a screenshot of it. Put it on screen. Yeah. What was it? 2006? Yes, sir. Hey, do you think those free $8. rentals at the bottom are still good? <laughs> yeah, we should try. Uh, oh, no. 
I know. Look at the, there's an expired thing on it. It expired 2005. It, $8 is equal to about Wait. 10 Hold on. They expired in 2005. This magazine comes out in 2006. We're just not going to talk about this? I'm flabbergasted. (laughs) What did you say, Declan, about the inflation? Um, $8 is equal to $10.17. Okay, not that bad. That's about what I expected. But imagine getting a controller for $10. Yeah, that's good. Uh, um, After the Mad Cats, it kind of goes into a... uh, like the review section and there was nothing on here that I really knew or even liked uh, besides like one game and it's 50 cent uh, bulletproof. I've never played bulletproof. The only thing about bulletproof that I know is that there is a lo-fi beat that is a lo-fi remix of, of, uh, of an Eminem song called Acid Raindrops. I think it's by Jar Jar Jr. I could be wrong, but the video on YouTube is taken from the bullet bulletproof because apparently Eminem's in it. So it uses footage of him from the game on the video for the lo-fi. That's all I know about bulletproof. Huh? Uh, but there is a sequel to bulletproof called blood on the sand and blood Ooh. on the sand is really fun. Really? I've never played like, it. Like, everybody shits on Blood on the Sand, but it's such a fun, stupid little romp. There's a picture of, uh, of, of Fiddy blowing Fiddy up Tyson? a man with a grenade. No, Fiddy Scent. Oh. Uh, blowing up uh, a man with a grenade launcher, and the, the caption says, Now imagine the same image, but Mr. Scent is holding a baby instead of a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... I like how this magazine grades things because the grading of it or like the ranking of it, like it says the verdict, a guy named Robert gave it a 3.5. A dude named Greg S gave it a three and a dude named John D gave it a 3.5. So it's not, I've never played this game or this series. So I have to review it or I can't get past the tutorial of Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. Or fucking 7.3 out of 10. Too much water. 7.8 out of 10. Too much water. Sorry. Never forget. That was that was my own personal grading, I guess. Then, what the um, fuck did you just say to me? Yeah, you heard me. I don't. I don't. I didn't like the remakes of Ruby and Sapphire. That's fair. You're entitled to your opinion. Wow, way to sound like a condescending asshole when you say that. That was the point. Wow, you proud of yourself? Yeah. You really like those games. I love really Ruby and like Sapphire more than really I can like even the talk about. The remakes are good. They're good. The remakes are awful. They changed shit that didn't need to be changed. It's fine. They're li- it's literally fine. Imagine if they remade old Yeller, but... Aw, on Vince, I don't like change. It's not that I don't like change. It's fucking source material. It's not hard to adapt. I they, don't they like made... change. You can eat my ass because it has nothing to do with that. They made the best, some of the best Pokemon games ever when they remade Heart and Soul Silver. You know what they changed? Next uh, to nothing, the they added good shit where good shit was needed. They didn't yeah. change dialogue. They Pokemon didn't went downhill when they released Black and White. Black and White 2 is the best fucking Pokemon game ever. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. Black and White 2 is the is the last good Pokemon game I played. I, I could not stand X and Y and Sun and Moon. Moon I was just Sun like, and Moon were really good. Sun the Hawaii really ones? Good. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, the Hawaii, I would rather, no, no way. I'd rather swallow a live hand grenade. Ooh, I don't like change. Not that I, I don't, don't like change. change. 
Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. I stole the cookies. All right, I stole cookies and I don't like change. They're not good games. You can't sit there and tell me they're good games. Just because Southern you Moon changed was great. Them. No, they, were, they weren't even fun. You're just an old man. The first four hours of Sun and Moon is let me hold your hand. Never played a Pokemon game before in your life. Children are buying Pokemon games, but you know who's buying Pokemon games than children? The people who fucking grew up with them for the past 30 years. Uh, wow. Sorry, sorry, I have an opinion on something, guys. I don't I know. I'm just I don't, just, with I just don't just fucking look at everything and go, well, it exists, and I move on to the next thing. If something I like gets, gets turned into something I don't like, I have something to say about it. Oh, that's fair. I just don't uh, I just don't think that Sun and Moon were as bad as you thought. I thought like, why would you really get rid of gems? Why would you get rid of gems? They're still gems. They're just not called gems. No, well, okay, fine. There's there's areas that are gym-esque, right? Yeah. And then there's only four of them. I mean, if you're going to a different country, there's not going to be the same thing as your country. No, but you have to think, if Pokemon battling is, like, a thing that is regulated and there's laws for it, you would think, because you're using animals to fight, you would think there has to be some sort of regulation to make sure you're not, like, doping your animal or doing, like, a legal backroom. Puffins! Like, some illegal shit for your Pokemon to, like, make them bigger and better, like, improve their record. You would think everything would need to be authorized. You don't think that there's, like, how we have, like, uh, the NFL or the MLB. You don't think there's, like a like, a like a Pokemon league of Kanto or some shit there. There is no, I know. But then like you would think that that, then that's not like an official. Those are the rules. Like if you go play, if you go play baseball in the park with your friends, there are set rules that have to be played. Right. Yeah. So then like, if you want to do a pickup game, you'd have to follow whatever is being done in the professional league. So then why would you change? Like, I don't understand that. Why is that being changed? You want to do the Alo- the Alo- the Alolan Pokemon? It's like, oh, they're from a different part of the world, so they look different? Absolutely. That's what real fucking animals do. That makes so much sense to me. And you could sell more merchandise. Why the fuck would you change the, the gyms? I don't understand that at all. Oh, I mean, we are talking about a fake believe video game. Yeah, I know, Kyle. But you also get fucking really worked up about D&D. And that's also a fucking children's game that you play with dice. So... It's the same shit. There's a lot of hostility today, I feel. No, it's like you guys yell at me for having opinions on shit, and you're like, oh, well, it's a stupid kids game. And every time I complain about D&D, I go, it's a fucking stupid kids game, and everyone's like, no, it isn't. We enjoy it. So why the fuck? Like, you can't throw that argument at me. We're 20-something years old, and we still fucking play Pokemon. There's something wrong in that equation. I just like to play video games and have fun. Yeah, I don't hate things. That's my new tagline. Is I don't I'm, hate things. I'm Kyle, I and I don't hate. Kyle doesn't hate. <laughs> Ooh, Kyle, you got to work on your PR. <laughs> That's why you can't say that you don't hate things. You're human. You have to hate things. Like, there are things that I don't like about the newer Pokemon games. A lot of the new Pokemon, I they're not really, they don't do it for me. I think oh, like that new bird thing? What? That new crow bird thing? Oh, I actually like that one. Oh, I think he looks awful. Like, he looks cool. Uh, that's my starter Pokemon. I love Steel and Dark. He's not a starter. Who says you? Wait, says the game. When you start the game, you get 
sad tadpole. Sad you tadpole's get... going into my PC, and I'm making that bird my beginner poke. Really? Probably not. No, but <laughs> I, I like. Saw... I, I saw actually really like. I like the crow. I literally play a crow in the D and D game. You're, you're right. You're right. From that. I saw a picture that said uh, Sobble is just Mudkip with learning disabilities. <laughs> oh, he's just Mudkip with depression. Cool. I thought that was the funniest shit ever. He looks like he looks awful. The only I like Sobble. Sobble's my subject. favorite of the three, probably. Who, who starters? Who are we picking? Who are we picking? So, Avocado oh. monkey. Do we know? Are you one of the people that are not going to pick until you see evolutions or? Right now, I'm going with Avocado Monkey. Last time I picked, uh, last time I picked a grass one, I was very upset. So I don't know. What was the last grass one? I picked the owl, or no, not the owl, the chespin, the fucking thing that turned into like that tank looking thing. Oh, that yeah. was in X and Y. Yep, that's the last one I played. Ooh. I well, that's the last one I beat. I stopped playing Sun and Moon halfway because I was. Ready to find a rope. I like Sobble the best. I'm going to pick up that boy and protect him forever. I usually do grass, but I, I think usually I'm do go fire. So this is a departure from my formula. You're really gonna do the score bunny? Yeah, I'm I good. like the design of it. I just I hope know, it doesn't get fighting for its secondary type. It's going to firefighting's overdone. Yeah, that's why I, I think they're gonna do either fighting grass or fighting ground for avocado. Re- monkey and i really want him but hold on some shit that i i i thought i'd bring up is that there are reviews in here that they didn't want to do because it came up short uh and they did percy jackson's king kong i have never finished this fucking game i have it for the gamecube oh my god i remember, remember that, that game? game yeah yeah i remember I, always, but I never owned it I, I always wanted to play as king kong and that's why i bought the game and i could never get past like the first two or three levels because i was so bored only good part of that game is when you play king kong you rip open the the T-Rex's mouth. Yeah, I always wanted to do that because I remember seeing somebody play it in like a blockbuster or something and uh, I never got to do it. I was like, I want this game. I like the movie. And also Ooh. Tony Hawk's American Wasteland is on here is something that they didn't want to they didn't want to review and they're like, it's a Tony Hawk game. You know what you're getting. It's the most shallow one yet. And I read that going, this was the Tony Hawk game I grew up with. Yeah, didn't like Wasteland like a lot of people like that one? I yeah, I loved Wasteland. It's like it was it was Underground, Underground Two, and Wasteland. I had Underground Two for the PS2, I think. Well, that's kind of when Underground was when they got away from the arcade style of it, and it was like just go ahead and skate wherever you want. But Which with, I liked the openness. Yeah, and with American Wasteland, you could go through all the different maps, all like eight maps. You can just skate through and do one huge line through it. Oh, I don't. Know, I really liked that. I liked. What's up? That's kind of cool. Yeah. There's also, I wanted to read uh, just a little, a little bit here. Uh, there's review archives uh, where our reviews go to retire in luxury, right? That's what the whole, the whole thing is. The whole uh, uh, article. It's uh, it was, uh, was it good for you? 360 launch. That is, we decided to compare the 360s four highest scoring launches, launch games, uh, to the best and the most recent console launches. The Xbox 360, Project Gotham Racing, got about an... I'm going to kind of average them between the three. Sure. The following, got a nine. Call of Duty 2, a nine. Amped 3, an eight. Madden NFL 06, an eight. 
the game oh and that the Xbox 360 came out November 20 November 22nd 2005 GameCube November 18th 2001 Melee 9.5 Star oh, Star Wars Rogue Leader 9 Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 9 Madden NFL 2002 9 Who the fuck is giving Madden games a I mean at the time they were still kind of new up and coming Yeah you're not wrong and the AI was getting a lot better Yeah now it's just kind of like how much can you really do with it Mhm Yeah well, there's also the Xbox, the original Xbox, November 15th of 2001, Halo, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. For that first Halo was fucking crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to somebody about playing 3 and Reach Online, and I was like, oh my god, you don't understand how much time I put into those games. I can't wait to play 3 again with the uh, Master Chief like new collection. I, I was uh, talking to Steven about it, and yeah. you know how Steven likes Halo. I said that he should come down one day and we go through all the Halo games together. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be super cool. Uh, Odd, Odd World Munch's Odyssey, 9 <sighs> out of 10. That was a good Madden game. NFL 2002, 9 out of 9. Dead or Alive 3. You ever played Dead or Alive? No. no. It's a bunch of girls, and anime girls in bikinis playing beach sports and then by the end of it the world ends hmm yeah uh that got an eight playstation 2 october 26th of 2000 2000 wow uh ridge racer 5 got a nine ssx got a nine swing away golf got a oh this one's weird it got a 7.5 an eight and a 6.5 so not that great Dynasty Warriors 2 got a 7.5, a 6.0, and a 6.5, so not that great either. The Dreamcast, September 9 of 99. Soul Calibur, 10 out of 10. Sonic yep. Adventure, 12 out No, that's the first one. Sonic Adventure 2 gets a 12 out of 10 for me. Uh, Sonic Adventure 1 got a 9. Uh, NFL Blitz 2000 got an 8.5. And, and Monaco Grand Prix got an 8. Half-Life 2 on the Xbox... A beautiful port of a brilliant PC shooter, stellar physics, atmosphere, and action. 9.9. Yep. Yep. Grant that thought of Liberty City Stores on the PSP. Uh, Senators lock up the children. GTA experience now portable. 9 out of 10. I didn't know that even got released for PSP. Yeah, there's Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories. I like Crash Liberty Team City Racing. I was like the only kid who ever played that. I got a 5. What? Not good. Crash Team Racing. Oh, I love that game. Really? I remember playing yeah. the shit out of it, but... I knew Friday Kyle liked that a new game. one. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Stubbs the Zombie Rebel without oh. a... Third-person shooter. Third-person zombie. Halo. Sounds weird. It is, but our brain-eating mayhem should be. It got an 8.5 or a 9. There's three people who review everything. So, uh... That game had a Mr. Sandman dance-off in it. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that shit. I remember playing that, and, like, you would die, and you'd die like Master Chief. Yeah. Yeah, guys, that's about it for this magazine. It was just a fucking trip to go through yeah. this. Yeah, that Pre- is a trip. Pre-Oblivion, pre-Saints Row. Yeah. Pre- My guy. Pre-everything. Pre-we. Yeah. Pre-we. We's the reason why, like, normies got into games. Yeah, it is true. Isn't that nuts? Pre-Wii. Pre-Wii. It was a gimmick. It was a, it was a $250 gimmick. 
that worked. That yeah yeah. What was on the Wii that people were actually buying? Mario Galaxy. Anything, yeah yeah exactly. It was anything that was made by Nintendo. Everything else was shovelware. There was a few gems here and there. You could buy Bully on the Wii. Oh, Okami was on the Wii. Yeah, but it wasn't Sam like... Max is on the Wii. But you see what I'm saying? Like, it's a few gems. Or if you went through the entire list of the PS3, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. gem, Not a lot gem, of people gem, admit gem. it, but uh, from what I hear, is a lot of people hate it, but I really enjoyed the uh, Stir of Humans game that was on the Wii. I never like played Bill, it. Big Willie's Revenge or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I never had a played son it. With the Russian spy from two. Yeah, 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 Natalia. Yeah, no, you know, that's, that's everything I have, fellas. I know that's what you have. But wait, you know hold on. Can I wait? Hold on. Before we end, before we end, I have a qu- very serious question. Sure. What do you think Shane Ivers was doing in two thousand six? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Making that sweet, sweet music. If you want to download his music, you can get Feather Duster, our intro music. You can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Do it. But Vince, where can the good folks find the show? If you'd like to find the show on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Atomic Radio Hour. You can also find us at Atomic Radio Hour on Instagram. And if you'd like to find myself on Twitter, you can find me at the underscore Boggins in all caps. What about you, Declan? You can find me at Declan underscore BN. How about you, Kyle? Uh, you can find me at the Ooge Sigma on Twitter. Dope. If, you, if you're on YouTube, thank you. Please comment, like, subscribe, leave us a comment, give us a little feedback. If Smash you're on that any, bell button. Yeah. Uh, YouTube unsubscribes people, I think. Uh, if you're on any streaming platform, thank you. Uh, please comment, rate, subscribe, whatever you can do there as well. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and Radio Public, just to name a few. But we also more. have a Discord. Uh, there is a link in the description below to our Discord. Jump on in, have a conversation, throw a couple Boone's Wifes in the chat. Come uh, join the fun, guys. Yeah. We also have a Twitch. It exists. Twitch.tv slash Atomic Radio Hour. Kyle does it sometimes. (laughs) And by sometimes, I mean he did it twice. Uh, But it exists. You know what else exists? What exists? The fact that we make this show out of our own pockets. And we sometimes like getting money. You're never going to have to give us money because the show is always going to be free. But if you want to support us, you can hop over to the Patreon and give us a few shillings. It's not not mandatory, uh, not necessary, just it's an option you don't have to give. But there are a few kind, kind souls who have given, and we want to thank them. Uh, a one Mr. Michael Mello. The OG. The friendly companion cube. It's a nice guy. Noah. Yeah. And TKS Mantis. Thank you guys so much for helping the show out. Thank you guys. Uh, enjoy whatever this original content is. It may or may not be special guest Kyle yodeling, but only time can tell. Kyle, let's get a sample of that yodel, big boy. No. 
Beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, I got really excited because uh, we have something planned for original content that's really big, really great, really huge. Um, totally forgot we were doing it, and I almost introed that. Uh, get ready for that in two weeks, everybody. All righty. Say goodnight, Kyle. Good night, Kyle. All righty. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Drive safe. Yeah. Tip your waitress. Hollow tape log of Detective Dixon number 69. I've heard reports that some ladies of the night have gone missing, so I, so I thought I'd go straight to the source of debauchery and depravity. Dukov. Human slime. There's no doubt in my mind that he's part slug. But, nevertheless, he had the same amount of girls he usually has at his place. My next lead is Moriarty. Not too thrilled about that, but at least I get to see an old friend with one hell of a choice of headwear. Atomic Radio Hour.